Hey, Storm Freaks, it's Phil. Hey, we get to continue our Women in Chasing series. We got a visit from a couple of amazing storm chasers and photographers, Jess Moore and Jenny Hagen. Um, it's allowing you to basically sell your photos as a digital asset via the blockchain. And the blockchain is just, you could think of it as just like, how data is stored online. So it's just anything like in, you know, with crypto, it's just like Ethereum, there is, you know, most NFTs are done through, through Ethereum. And what's a show without sharing some hashtag weather fools and a famed visit from weather trollbot 5000. Plus who knows what else we'll cook up right now on episode 141 of the Stormfront freaks. Going green. <sighs> Greenage. Saddle You got it, boss. Hey, welcome to the most entertaining weather podcast. This is the award-winning Stormfront Freaks podcast. It's part of the Stormfront Freaks network. Uh, I want to say thank you to our Patreon members that uh, help support the show. We've got some great new team members like Ashley and Shannon uh, that have joined us uh, and, and might even be on. I see Shannon's even on tonight. Uh, but also uh, all of our others that are, are joining us live. I'm going to look through here and see we got Curtis is on. Uh, Josh and Timothy are also on as well. So uh, we're going to have some fun tonight. So thanks for joining us. Uh, and you can also join us uh, live as well. Just go to patreon.com slash Stormfront Freaks, and uh, you can be live in the chat. You can be uh, live on the show with our guests like Dan and Angela are tonight. Uh, we're glad to have them on as well, but uh, definitely thank you for helping to support us. The other show, so I mentioned the Stormfront Freaks network. Uh, we are now a network, actually. Uh, the other show in the network is El Nino's, the Tornado Hunters podcast. So if you subscribe to our show, uh, you're going to get El Ninos as well, typically on the opposite weeks. And Greg, you're, you're, uh, we got you here tonight, and I know uh, you've got the Tornado Hunters on fall break right now. Uh, you guys have been chasing uh, all spring and summer. But what, uh, I guess, tease us a little bit. What do you got coming up on future shows? <laughs> well, we, we, we have had a little break, Phil. And, uh, uh, but while we've been on break, we've actually been recording. So we've actually got some shows in the can ready to go. George Coronas, uh, legend uh, in storm chasing. Uh, we've got the straight pipe guys. We've got uh, uh, a meteorologist up here in Canada by the name of David Spence, who's retiring. And he's kind of like, uh, he's like our James Spann up here in Canada. And he's retiring this year. And so we've got him on. So we've got a few in the can and lots of fun stuff coming up this fall. Straight cool. pipe. That's, that is about tornadoes, right? <laughs> sort of. You'll have to tune in, Naz. <laughs> like real tornadoes or pansy? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, if if uh, if you if this is the first time you're listening to the show or even watching the show, if that's the case, um, it's always happy hour every time we record. And, and the reason why is two things. Uh, number one is it allows us to find out what everybody's drinking and introduce the co-hosts that uh, happen to be on the show tonight. Uh, but it also kind of lets you know uh, we are not your typical weather podcast. 
By the way, I just found out today, I didn't know this, it's like International Podcast Day today. Yes. So cheers uh, to all of you on International Podcast Day today, recording a podcast. But we obviously like to have fun, Uh, a little bit uh, possibly atypical weather podcast, uh, just having a good time. We don't get too sciencey on stuff. Uh, we just like to have fun. Mainly tell because some... we don't understand the science. <laughs> <Yeah. right>? Shh. <laughs> Shh. Don't say that. Uh, anyway, we like to have fun. So I'm going to go around the horn with our co-hosts. We'll get to find out who's here tonight. Uh, I'm going to start with Greg because, Greg, we already kind of introduced you a little bit. But what are you drinking tonight, sir? Well, listen, um, uh, and I'm not going to bring the mood of the room down because uh, it, it's, a, it's a celebration. Uh, I want all of you to raise a glass with me. I am drinking a toast tonight to my mom, who uh, passed away last week, and her name was Pat, and everybody called her their aunt. So this is a Pat's your aunt drink, and this is uh, I'm drinking straight rum tonight. So that's where my head's at. (laughs) There you go. Cheers. Cheers Cheers to Pat. Cheers. Cheers to you, Greg. Cheers. All right. Love you, man. Thanks for coming on. All right, let's uh, let's jump up to MJ up in Minnesota, our Skywarn coordinator. What are you drinking tonight? Yeah, sir? tonight I've got a uh, glass. It's a Kraken barrel. I've had this before. Ooh. It's Kraken spiced rum, root beer schnapps, and uh, A and W root beer. Very yummy. That does delicious. Schnapps. Delicious. All right, uh, Serena, our former meteorologist at the Mount Washington Observatory. What are you drinking up there by your sauna? Yeah, <laughs> tonight is uh, Allagash White, so enjoying a nice kind of localish beer for the area. Uh, localish uh, nice. in regards to where? From where? Uh, it's from Maine. They're just outside of Portland. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Wait, where nice. are you again? I'm in New Hampshire. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you were. But west. but I'm in I'm in the sauna apparently tonight. Right, right. <laughs> you are. Yes, in the sauna. We're still watching to see who walks behind you. Um, Maz, our <laughs> our former on-camera meteorologist in Cincinnati, what are you drinking, sir? Beware of guys in towels, just saying, Serena. So anyway. <laughs> hey, I've got a Golden Road, so it's just like next door. It's California. Golden Road Mango Cart. Really good. Really yeah. good. I'm becoming really good friends with everybody at Jungle Gyms. So they're just like, yeah. Good for you. I know. I love good it. Good for good. you. Well, one of my wife's favorites, too, so. Not one of my wife's, but the beer of... (laughs) Jungle Jim is your wife's favorite? Is that what you're trying to (laughs) say? No, the beer is. Okay. Yeah. Good. All right. Well, let's... uh, Maz, I'll leave it with you. You can introduce our guests here. I know. Jessica and Jenny are all like, oh my gosh, what's going to go on? So anyway, Jessica Moore, meteorologist, photographer, and storm chaser. Jessica earned her bachelor's degree in broadcast and operational meteorology from Mississippi State. She's a former field correspondent for Weather Nation TV, whose severe weather footage has been seen on the Weather Channel, ABC, NBC, CNN, and all the ones with the letter C in it, just to let you know, and a whole lot more. Excited to talk to her in just a second. And Jenny Hagen is an award-winning and nationally published photographer from small town Saskatchewan, Canada. I actually looked up Saskatchewan today, and I'm like... Every town is small, just to let you know. Starting as a severe weather and nature photographer, she found her love for exploration of her own backyard. And in 2018, Jenny was nationally published in three magazines and received a variety of awards for her photography. Congratulations. Welcome, ladies. Glad you're here tonight. Jessica, I'm going to start with you because I think a lot of our viewers, viewers and listeners, they're used to the whole atmospheric science degree 
but it's broadcast and operational meteorology. Is that different or, you know, give, give Mississippi state a plug. Yeah. So that's actually the concentration. The overall degree is geosciences. And then the way that they structure it is you can actually modify it by adding in additional classes to kind of fit the meteorologist title. So what makes it operational for you then? How did you decide to go, I'm going operational? Well, you know, I I had all these plans for after college that I was going to hopefully go to grad school and break into research and all that kind of stuff. But that's just kind of had to take a backseat to deal with uh, personal health issues. So that's still kind of the long-term hope and plan that I can break into that. But for right now, just kind of focusing on photography. Awesome. And speaking of photography, Jenny, so you started in your backyard. Is that right? Yeah, pretty much. Isn't How it old back were you? forward your backyard? <laughs> I guess. I guess. Were you like this, just a young girl at the time of of four with a camera or how did it start? Well, actually I won my first photography award when I was seven years old. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so, so pretty I close. guess it's childhood. <sighs> what did you take a picture of or what was the, uh, um, we were just the grand opening of our wetlands out by my hometown of Adina, Saskatchewan. So mm. I had some kites flying over, uh, the marsh. So, <laughs> right. Is it funky cold there in Medina? <laughs> Clearly, not everybody knows the 80s and the songs. She does. That's right. Funky cold. Wow. Phil, Phil, I thought your uh, dad yeah, joke clear. earlier was bad. I'm clear. But you are in. Cricket I'm stripping. good, I'm good wow. now. Wow. <laughs> that was something. Hey, Jenny, I have a question for you. Like, I don't think our paths have ever crossed. Uh, like uh in like on the road um, actually actually okay all right hit me hit me if if you actually stopped on my way through etonia okay uh you stopped and gave the kids some posters oh nice and you went north and i went south and who got you, the tornado you missed it and i nailed the storm damn it <laughs> <laughs> so and then we've wa- I've waved at you a few times on the road when I'm flying right, right. Past. So what's Kinda been the when I take my minivan out? <laughs> what's what's been your um, highlight, tornado wise, storm wise in your in your career chasing? Um, Kilston was one of my favorites. Um, and then recently, the one that touched down by Darcy, which I think you were on too there, Greg, that was a just beautiful one on a day that we didn't think was really going to produce. Right. Yeah, that was great. Uh, so Tilston is the tornado guys that uh, uh, Jenny mentioned that uh, happened in 2015 uh, up in uh, Manitoba, uh, which was probably the tornado of the year in 2015. I think uh, you know, it, was, it was pretty fantastic. Uh, big giant wedge, and I think was EF3 ended up uh, being raided. So it was pretty cool. Good one. What made it Tornado of the Year? I mean, was just the size of it or? Visually, like just unbelievable visually. Yeah. Multi-vortex, six or seven fingers braiding in amongst each other. It was like, it was basically Jessica. It was like a, it was like a textbook case study of what a tornado uh, looks like on the inside kind of thing. It was neat. Love that. So Jessica, what, what got you started in the whole business? 
Uh, I've just been wild about weather since I was a kid. Um, my family is actually, we're all weather lovers. So um, I grew up kind of just watching storms with my family. And, and uh, my uncle taught me how to read radar from a pretty young, young age. And, uh, you know, I just started chasing in my, um, you know, kind of early 20s, mid 20s. And then I just uh, kind of took a pause to be a mom and then kind of broke back into it and decided to go to school for it. So how did Weather Nation TV come about? How, did, how does that, you know, I'm, hey, I'm doing my career and then boom, you're in that. <laughs> uh, so I was I was uh, a video stringer for Live Storms Media and they actually um, struck up a partnership deal with LSM for a while where they picked a few stringers for them that, the, you know, that they had been kind of, you know, had good rapport with and successful with. And um, so I was one of those people that was uh, chosen. I worked with them for a while. So um, that was really, really great to get that in the field experience. Did you see your favorite uh, tornado there or where was, what's your favorite storm that you saw? Yeah, it depends if you're talking structure or tornado, because I'm definitely a structure junkie, but my favorite photogenic tornado would be probably either like a tie between McCook, Nebraska in 2019, or maybe uh, Carpenter, Wyoming in uh, 2017. So I have to know, you know, there's a lot of people who storm chase and who want to get great pictures of of the storms, but there's a lot of people out there with their iPhones and it takes a, you know, fairly good photo. Sometimes they get lucky, I suppose. So what came first, the ability to be able to like take the photographs and then you transition and, you know, got the love from weather there, or was there the love for weather? And you said, Hey, I really want to have the ability to take great photographs. I think Jenny, it sounds like you won the photographs award first. So maybe for you, it's the pictures came first and then the weather later. Uh, actually, it was the weather. Uh, when I was a kid, I was tending in the backyard and I was actually picked up by a plow wind and thrown up against a fence. And I just remember coming out and there's trampolines and trees flying everywhere. And I just thought it was like the most amazing thing I'd ever seen in my life. So I was actually quite intrigued about weather from then on. So I started chasing probably as soon as I got my driver's license, I was out there. Wow. That's pretty amazing. And so Jessica, then for you, what came first, the weather or the pictures? Um, definitely the pictures. I've always had a camera in my hands. Like I've never not had a camera really since I was a little kid um, with my little disposable and my point and shoot. And then, you know, kind of just working my way up from there. It's just always just been a part of like who I am. And so it was a natural progression to then use the camera that I'm always, you know, attached to, to photograph the storms. <laughs> if we looked That's in awesome. your yearbook, would we find like weather pictures that you took? <laughs> no, not quite. No, <laughs> no. My, I, don't, I don't think my parents would have been too thrilled with me chasing storms at that age. Especially if it's their car. Yeah, right, right. Exactly. So so let me ask you guys, uh, you know, you've, you've been taking photos uh, for a while now. And of course, the technology with these phones has been continually improving and getting better. To a point now, I mean, you can even take raw photos uh, off of phones and such. But um, here's my question, because I'm, I'm just going to be honest. When, when I chase, I, I am just fine with structure. I'm just fine seeing storms. And, and it just, it's always, it always amazes me. I love the chase and, and the, the uh, I guess, the intellectual part of finding that and looking for that. But my problem is, is I am not, I'm not good with photos. I'm not good with a camera. Now I will say this, a little plug for Greg, his cameraeasy.ca uh, program has been helpful with the DSLR and helped me to learn that a little bit more. But um, 
I won't lie, I just went through that, uh, and and then this past uh, spring was out chasing again, and I just found myself going, putting it down and just grabbing my iPhone again because I knew it could be quick. Um, I know I'm never going to come up with photos just like you and Jenny like you. I'm, I'm just never going to do it, and I don't have the patience and time to edit them either after the fact. So I just want to kind of know a little bit from you guys, what what has been your thought with the phones and with the technology of the phones and how those are getting better. Um, first off, just kind of what are your feelings about that? I, I know you're still going to probably talk about DSLRs and, and all that, which is cool. But tell me about that first, and then I'm going to come back to both of you and, and uh, pick your brains maybe for some tips. But Jess, I'll start with you. What, what are your thoughts with the technology of these phones? Oh, they're absolutely incredible. I love because I've had a few moments where I've just not had my camera with me and I just happen to be out on a storm or something happens just locally or whatever. And I had, I'm like, oh, I wish I had my camera, but I have my phone and I've gotten some good shots with that. Um, and then I've, I've honestly taken a good amount of video on my iPhone 11 Pro Max. So, you know, it's, you know, when you don't have anything else, it's, it's certainly fine. It's definitely like light years ahead of, you know, where phones used to be. So like, it's not the end of the world, but for me, you know, I, I need the ability to edit, edit photos, you know, from the raw form and, and just have that full resolution to work with. So Jenny, what, what do you think? And, and do you use your phone much at all? And for what? Well, up here in Canada, our quickest way to actually get reports of storms out is via Twitter, or Twitter, which is our hashtags SKStorm, MBStorm, ABStorm. So I do a lot on my phone to get the reports up to Twitter that go over to Environment Canada. But I usually have got my camera shooting next to me while I do that. I love my cell phone for the quick shots, especially when you're moving quick, because up here storms can be ripping quite fast. So you don't always have time to set up the camera and tripods. Well, the technology upping in the phones has been a great benefit, but I still prefer my DSLR, especially when you're going to be blowing up and printing these photos for sale. Do you do Jenny, do you do more photos or more video or both? This year I was getting more into video and stuff too. So I got a GoPro Hero 9. So I was running that this year. Okay. I'm getting a new into the video editing. So so let so let's hit the phones quick. Um, what kind of phone do you have? Are you using? Did you say I that? I have an iPhone 12 Pro. Okay. So so give me give me what's one of the neatest things you've discovered, whether it's how you take photos or video, whether it's an app you're using, um, to take the photos or to edit those. Give give us give us a cool tip. Um, for me, I love my Lightroom mobile for editing the stuff on my phone and the time-lapse feature. Uh, for the iPhone, you can actually click and hold the exposure and you can actually bring the exposure down because often it'll pick up like the brighter spots in your shot and kind of set the exposures off. So I always hold and press and it does the exposure lock uh, and your focus lock. And then you can just scroll up and down and either turn up or down the exposure. Cool. And, and Jess, how about you? Are you using, let's talk about the phone. Are you using that more for video or for photos? Um, I would say more for video again, like only for photos if I don't have my DSLR with me, but yeah, for video and I'm, I'm just doing simple edits on iMovie. Um, just 
keep it simple, whatever I can do to just get the video out quickly. And I've made, you know, I've been able to sell some footage that way, you know, just through my cell phone. So it's certainly, you know, high enough quality that, you know, the news networks will use it. So you're, you're using iMovie just to edit down the, the footage to a smaller, smaller size. Is that what it is? Yeah. And just like cutting clips together. So it transitions more smoothly, cut out like any shaky bits and all that kind of stuff. So do you all have your dream cameras or, or what do you want to have if like all of a sudden lottery came around? Uh, I, I'm pretty stoked with my Nikon D810, but I'd love to upgrade to mirrorless uh, Nikon uh, Z2, Z72, 7Z2, goodness. Anyway, so I would like to upgrade to mirrorless at some point, but for right now I have so many lenses uh, that wouldn't be able to transition with that mirrorless body that it doesn't. I can't justify upgrading at this point. I, I love my camera. <laughs> Jenny, what about you? I, I love my Canon cameras. I would like to upgrade to a full frame camera. But as Jessica said, most of my lenses work with my uh, ADD, which is a crop sensor. So there'd be a lot of new lens purchases to make. Ooh, we should have a fight. We should have a <laughs> Nikon Canon fight. This would be great. <laughs> ding, oh, ding, God, ding. help us. <laughs> Oh God, that would be oh. fun. Can we do that, Phil? Can we just have like a like let the two of them just duke it out here for a few minutes? <laughs> no. <laughs> My cards are so complicated. And it starts. I was gonna say she threw the first punch. Shots fired. She did. I don't know. She did. <laughs> Mine's complicated too. I still use my Polaroid. Takes about a minute to develop, but uh, you know. <laughs> How's the exposure on those masks? I was out there shaking. Well, his... I usually wear clothing, so there's not a lot of exposure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll so tell for... you what. I, I I think on that note, um, you guys know it's it's always storm season. Uh, but the problem is right now we're in a situation where uh, all of us are missing chasing. It's just it's not really chase season uh, when it comes to at least uh, supercell storms and tornadoes, all that cool stuff. Uh, there are a lot of, and, and I don't know if Jess or, or Jenny, you guys have ever thought of uh, chasing hurricanes or tropical storms, but I'm not there yet. I just, I don't know. We've uh, jo we've had Josh Morgan on a couple times, and, and he would probably kill me for saying that, but uh, he would definitely start a fight. But if you are missing chase season, like me, uh, it's time to share this year's chase stories and prep your skills for next season and you can do that by going to the mid-atlantic chaser con it's coming and you need to be in richmond virginia on saturday november 6th uh, registration is already open uh, to catch all these uh, presenters they've got people coming in from the national weather service uh, tv meteorology emergency management and, and of course a lot of the presenters are, are chasers themselves so tickets you have to understand this tickets are almost out because uh, we're kind of starting to get out of the COVID thing and people can get together for something like this, uh, probably masked, but they're getting together and they want to be able to get back together, right? Uh, doing stuff on Zoom and virtual just isn't doing it. So these tickets are almost out, but you can still register right now at the special advanced ticket price. Before it closes, just go to midatlanticchasercon.com. Um, now understand Stormfront Freaks, we're proud to be a media partner with these guys, and, and uh, we're going to have stickers and door prizes there to hand out as well. Uh, but just you got to go register today. Again, that's midatlanticchasercon, one word, dot com. So uh, it's time for a break. Uh, we're going to be uh, right back with some more from Jess and Jenny.
Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Delicious things to eat. The popcorn can't be beat. The sparkling drinks are just dandy. The chocolate bars and the candy. So let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Hey, we've got our Women in Chasing series going on right now. We've got some amazing storm photographers, Jess Moore and Jenny Hagen. We're talking to, and, and I, I had to check during break and find out if they both, <laughs> my voice cracked there a little <laughs> oh. bit. Uh, if they if they both use GoPros because Jenny mentioned that earlier, and uh, that's something too that personally I've I've last few years have gotten into, but uh, also bought a newer one recently. But always looking for tips on that. And Jenny, you you said you just started using one this year. Yeah. Um, I I'm always curious, and I want to find out from you, being somewhat new to that camera. Uh, what, what have you seen are the pluses to it? When does it work really well? And when hasn't, have you realized it really doesn't work as well for you? Um, it works really well for when you're driving down the road. It keeps a very smooth photo as you're driving. Uh, the only downside I found is with this really high temperatures is it overheats very quickly. Really? Yes. I did not know. I haven't seen so that. So you got to okay. kind of keep it on the shady side or, yeah, it just overheats. And, and then shuts down? Is that what it does? Just kind of shuts down at that you point? you cool it off. Okay. Is this the GoPro? Yeah, GoPro Hero 9. So it's just kind of like the newer version. So, so, so yeah. Phil, we're not we're not sponsored anymore by GoPro, are we? Not anymore. <laughs> no. Not anymore, we're not. No, we yeah, never really that. I, I've, I've reached out to him a couple times about it. for it about our uh our holiday shopping special and i got a bite one year uh but it never turned in anything and hasn't turned in anything since so thanks jenny thanks a lot yeah but uh so jess so you said you've got like 20 gopro cameras in your collection uh which is cool (laughs) but so tell how long have you been using them first off uh um i would say three years maybe three or four okay so what? So tell me, what have you seen? Are, are when do you really like to pull those out and use them? And and when have you realized they're not the best? I love them for time lapsing. Uh, like Jenny said, driving down the road towards a supercell and you've got it right in front of you. It's just really epic to have that like perspective. Uh, just the super wide perspective that you get with GoPro while driving is just amazing and it's a lot of fun. Uh, but um, it, and sometimes you know, just ha- like I said, having it on the car or just like on the dash so it's like like you know not getting overheated ideally like jenny said that is a problem so um the only time that's a problem on the roof though is definitely like besides the heat uh when you've got a ton of rain then obviously you're not going to be able to see anything <laughs> so you you've got a roof mount for your gopro yeah it's just a suction mount um i mean they they come with multiple suction mounts that's so i put enough. a couple on the dash and then put it on the top yeah mm-hmm. i'd i'd freaking lose mine I, if yeah. i tried doing that i think <laughs> they actually so what, they actually have a little tether uh phil so that 
if it does come off the suction, you can have it tethered to something. So then it's hitting your car as you're driving down the road. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <making> <laughs> you know. Yeah, like, yeah. God, that hail, it's really it. beating the crap out of my car. Right, right, yeah. So suctions work pretty good, though. I have a friend who got a GoPro video um, from like the side of a boat pontoon going through the water. And it actually really? worked pretty cool. Yeah, and it stayed wow. on. It was, it was yeah, kind of crazy. So, so I, so I want to ask you guys this, because one of the things I, I, I question how great it works in low light situations um jess what is that have you seen that as well or is there a trick around that that i'm not aware of no they're not great in low light i just don't think they have quite those capabilities um every now and then i'll be able to get like some decent lightning um you know streaming through my window or on top but like typically it's just it's just no good for low light from my experience so jenny what what are you using for do you do much time lapse stuff and and what are you using for that uh, I often just use the DSLR for the time lapse, uh, just for driving with the GoPro. Got it. Hey, I got a question for both of you, and I don't care who goes first on this, but like, if you were to break down storm chasing into like uh, forecasting, and then like chase day stuff, and then like editing and posting your photos, what's the most challenging? Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, no, I, I, <laughs> you put me on the spot, Greg. Jeez. <laughs> um, I think for me, the forecasting, that is something that is fairly new to me. Uh, I'm self-taught. I don't have any formal schooling in, the, um, in that area, but it's been a great learning experience. I've learned from a, a ton of other forecasters out there, so picked up quite a bit. And... I don't know. For me, it's exciting though. Like you, you nail the right spot and you're there and it's perfect. So you just get, get lucky. Did you take the, <laughs> the scare, the scary cow from Halloween behind you on that trip there? I lost cow. I'm sorry. A friend of mine crocheted for me in honor of the cow from flying cow from Twister. Oh, so it's like, she's it's like one from Halloween though. <laughs> she's huge. She stands to my armpit. And she comes chasing with me. So wow, does she jump scare? Is, is she one of those jump scare uh, things that when you step on a, it, because that that would be scary. Uh, no, it doesn't happened. jump scare, but it sure gets quite a few looks in my passenger seat because it's about as big as I am. <laughs> so so we'll go to Jess because I wanted to hear Jess's answer to that same question on chasing. Yeah, so uh, forecasting sure is is challenging. Um, but it's funny. I feel like the more educated I've been with forecasting and meteorology, I feel like sometimes the less, the more I, the more I like overanalyze myself. So, um, I, I just, sometimes I get too deep into the meteorology. So then I have to kind of pull myself back a little bit and kind of go back to some of the basics and just like, just, you know, throw some of the models out and just go back to the basics of things and just don't get hooked on models or cams or anything like that. And just like, just go, go, you know, and, go on instinct because anytime I've, I've followed my instinct, I've done well. And anytime I second guess myself, I kind of don't do as well. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to throw this out there. One of our uh, Patreon members, Shannon, who's actually been a past guest as well. She said the GoPro 10 is supposed to fix the overheat issue nice. with the new processor chip. So it still doesn't work that. in the sauna though. I understand. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> All right, so so I I, I kind of teased uh, over our break. I wanted to get some some more uh, details on this, uh, Jess. Uh, 
regarding uh, NFTs, which, you know, following you on social media, both you and Jenny are have just got some great stuff. Fun to see what you guys post. But holy cow, you've been posting the 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 this whatever out of <laughs> nfts right careful yeah i was i was saved i saved mj some editing there but um so nfts like all all i get because i know nothing about this right and and i'd have to imagine we've got a lot of listeners that that don't right now don't even know what the hell i'm talking about but nfts the only thing like i can get out of this is it's like some kind of bitcoin kind of thing but then I like listen to you on a on another podcast, uh, uh, good friends of ours, the the Tornado Trackers, and it was getting into like there's mercury in it or something. We I like I don't know anything <laughs> about Phil, this. Phil, how old are you, Phil? So help, shut up. So help educate <laughs> us on on what is this NFTs and your photos you can like. Because making money, other I just add, hey, do you want to buy my photo? Like, that's what I'm used to. Do you want to buy my video? Uh, that's what I'm used to. I don't know anything now about this NFT stuff. And yes, I'm old. That's why. But <laughs> teach me. Teach me. Teach you. Oh, gosh. Well, in very basic, most simple forms. I mean, it's... <laughs> Thank it's, you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm trying to help you out now. Um, it's allowing you to basically sell your photos as a digital asset via the blockchain. And the blockchain is just, you could think of it as just like how data is stored online. So it's just anything like, in you know, with crypto, it's just like Ethereum. There is, you know, most NFTs are done through through ethereum and so it's essentially just um okay whoa 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 oh, sorry <laughs> i'm sorry ethereum this is the this is the mercury <laughs> i thought we were talking about before so <laughs> help maz out a little bit here it's just it's just a cryptocurrency it's just a, a, a just one of the many like like you said like bitcoin ethereum tezos there's just all these different coins that are all crypto based and ethereum is the main kind of the main one that is used with nfts there are others like i said tezos um, is one of the ones and cardano is another um, and they're all just different forms of cryptocurrencies um, so ethereum is the main one that's just kind of the main platform i think people are using and so it, essentially it's just transferring this digital asset that is your photo to the collector and you know that's it's kind of seen as like this is a unique one of one image and only one person can hold that ownership token. That's the digital asset. So that's why it's worth a lot more because you can print off a whole bunch of copies, but only one person has that original one and it's forever traced to you as the original creator. So you always maintain that owner, that, that, uh, uh, authenticity thing where there's no question who created this piece of art no matter how many times it gets sold down the line it always shows you as the original creator on the blockchain i don't know if that made any sense or not so the f stands for photo in nft <laughs> fungible <laughs> fungible See, yeah, I, I told you, Jess, this, this is what you're working with. <laughs> <laughs> I tried really hard. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. So, so, so this, so basically follows your photo. Who, who are the people that are, that are buying a lot of this stuff? 
these are people that have already kind of been in crypto for a long time and they like they have been doing nfts for you know a few years this is like this nfts have been around for a while but only recently this year has photography joined the nft market so you know that's kind of a new thing we're only like i think maybe march is when photographers started to enter the nft space with, with you know with their photos so it's just it's just um really cool to see this additional revenue stream for photographers that you know allows has kind of been life altering for me honestly i've never made you know the amount of money that i'm am making through my photography up until this point and i've been photographing professionally for 10 years so it's just been life altering and then you know down the line it's going to become more environmentally friendly so that's a huge plus for me plus with every nft sale i also donate 10% of all my proceeds to uh, reforestation efforts. So that's kind of a big thing for me is just offsetting my carbon footprint with all of this. So, so Jessica, you, are, I, have a, I, have a, I have a follow-up question here, Phil. Sure. Um, what, uh, what platform are you using to sell? Like, what, like, where does a collector go to find Jessica Moore's NFTs? Yeah. I primarily use OpenSea and Foundation. So those are my two main ones. OpenSea is just like for all of my collections where I can have groups of photos. And then Foundation is where I have like my more high dollar pieces that are more of the unique standalone one of one works of art that are like a lot more special to me, if that makes sense. And who's you buying lost them? me at hello. I am yeah. like, what the? <laughs> yeah. I thought NFTs them, was though? like. T E A S E. I'm like NFTs. <laughs> what is like? Yeah. So so Greg asked, which was kind of my question a little bit too. Who's who's buying? Like, are these investors that are buying this stuff, or are they just fans of this kind of art and photography? Or yeah, they're they're crypto investors. So they they uh, they have been kind of like I said involved in NFTs for a while now. So they've been doing. I don't know if you've heard of like the CryptoPunks and like the uh, the um, there's like multiple different types of NFTs that people have just been really into. And then photography is just new. So it's, it's a lot of different types of, they call them whales. The ones that have like a lot of money are buying the high dollar pieces. And then like, there's different levels of collectors. It's just people that like, most of the time it's people that appreciate the art, but a lot of the time it's people that want to try to flip your art for like a profit. So that's the whole thing with NFTs is you can then flip it for a profit, but then also the original creator gets royalties. So no matter how many times it gets sold, each time it gets sold for whatever amount, you get royalties off of that. And and is that paid in like are you getting cash out of this or is this being paid in the cryptocurrency that you can at that point trade in? Correct. Yeah. So it's be, it's all been it's all been it's all done through Ethereum transactions and then you can then convert that to USDC coins and then you can cash that out. So it's even though it's, it is with Ethereum um the coinage, the crypto, you can then sell it and cash out. So you eventually can buy a gallon of milk, right? With <laughs> yeah, a few of those. Right. Yeah. <laughs> now you're talking my language. Is that Jenny? Is that something you've you've at all looked into, or anything that uh, you've been curious about yourself? Oh, you're uh, muted. you're muted. So I, you're probably telling a great story, but you're <laughs> muted, and I can't hear you. <laughs> Oops. A look of panic. Can you hear me now? <laughs> I said um, I was actually talking with Shannon recently on the NFTs. She sent me a little video. So far, it's a whole lot of gibberish to me. Good, I'm not alone. Well, That's, uh, uh, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. Don't really know much about it. Just kind of trying to learn a little bit. A little interested. 
but it's it's a scary mountain to climb getting into it <laughs> just toss 10 grand in to begin with hey that's the sound <laughs> folks uh it is time for our lightning round so this is our game show of flashy and brilliant questions that we always play with our guests we always invite everybody to uh, play along with us uh, especially those uh, our patreon members in the chat tonight um, we're, we're gonna play a, a, a game we've played a few times before ladies um, this is called and this is actually a game Maz, that you can buy in target it's called weird things that people search for <laughs> serious so weird things that people search for. So, you know, we're already talking about Ethereum and Kryptonite and uh, all this kind I of stuff out there on the <laughs> on my Wi-Fi uh, that I have here at home. So, <laughs> so we're gonna play a little game, and and here's what I'm gonna do. Uh, how this works is this is stu- this is real stuff people search for, and and it starts off with part of a sentence of what someone's searching for and then you guys fill in the blanks this is the top 10 uh of of items so what i'm going to do i'll go through this and and you'll understand here as i get going it's it's hard to explain this a little bit but i'm going to go i'm just going to go down the list and if any of you and i'm going to include our freaks on this as well uh and we're just going to keep points uh, for what you get, but I'm just going to go down the row. I'll start with our guests first. They get first dibs, uh, but then I'll, I'll finish with our freaks. And if you can pick one of the top 10 that hasn't been picked by someone before you, uh, I'll give you a point. Okay. Uh, we'll do a couple of these. So here, I'm going to start, uh, is, Jenny, is, we're going to start with you. Is that a Bitcoin point or is it? A, it is yeah. a bit. It's, okay. it's a Bitcoin point Not real. And, and that Bitcoin is made out of mercury. Right? Isn't that what it is? It matters as long as I keep eating gray. (laughs) All right. So, Jenny, good. So, we'll start with you, Jenny. Uh, Here we go. Uh, It's kind of the top 10 responses. I always dream. So, people are are like Googling this stuff. I always dream of what? Like, people are trying to Google and get answers on things. And one of them is, I always dream of what? What are the top 10 searches that people are trying to Google on what they're dreaming of? Falling. Sorry. There you go. That's on there. Falling. I always dream of falling. So, Jenny, you get a point. All right, Jess, what, what else are people, they're trying to get answers for something. I'm, I always dream of what? Uh, plane crashes. Wow, that's on there wow. as well. Good job. So wow. that's in the top 10. Uh, and, and I, I want to say, this doesn't necessarily mean this is something you're dreaming of, right? We're trying right. to figure out the top right. 10. Oh, okay. the, the top I do dream of them, though. <laughs> <laughs> she speaks from experience. Yes, All right. Uh, Sana Serena, what, uh, I always dream of what? What are people uh, dreaming Spiders. Of? Spiders, that's a good one. Aww. But it's not on there. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Greg, what do you got, Puma boy? Flying. Like I always dream of flying. flying. Oh, I miss those. What? Yeah, it's so no, rare. It's plane crashes. It's not that's people aren't dreaming of. No, but I mean actually, like like actually like like flying. Right. Yeah, they're not, not like in an they're airplane, not, but like hovering and flying. They're not Googling that. Maz, what do you got? <laughs> Public speaking while naked. Ooh. Seriously. Nope. Not even one on of those? There. No. Okay. 
Uh, public speaking or naked. Neither one of those are Neither on there. Neither one, okay. Uh, MJ, what do you got? Uh, being chased. Okay, like in a car or I don't know. just running? Being chased. All right, none of them are on there, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, so good job. So we got uh, Jenny and Jess. You guys each got a point, and that's really what we're counting. Um, here are the other ones. Just so you know, I always dream of my childhood home. That's oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jess, this one's for you. I always dream of water. Okay, that's a oh. load of crap. What is that? <laughs> like that's, it means you have to go to the bathroom. Pretty general. Um, uh, I always dream of the same guy. Do you now? That could be a problem. Oh, Maz, I always dream of killing someone. <laughs> you give that one to Maz. <laughs> uh, oh, this is a weird one. Um, I always dream of my teeth falling out. That's in the top 10 searches. That's I have strange. that one. I have, I have that. that one. No way, really? Yeah, I have that as a recurring dream oh ever my since God. I was a kid. Brush more often. You grind your teeth. You grind your teeth. Terrible. All right. I always dream of my boyfriend cheating on me. Me too. Uh, we, and then, uh, I always dream of my ex. I always dream of my ex. Okay, here's the, here's the last one. Uh, Jess, I'm going to start with you on this one. Okay. And then we'll yeah. go to Jen and then hit the uh, co-host. It is, Im- uh, oh, I'm sorry. Is it embarrassing to blank? So people are trying to find out, is it embarrassing to blank? What are the top 10 internet searches for is it embarrassing to blank? <laughs> uh... Forget your in-laws' names? I don't know. Wow. wow. True story, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, that, that's a nightmare right there. But that was not on the list. Jenny, what do you got? Is, is it embarrassing to what? Uh, stub your toe. <laughs> stub your toe. Okay, good answer. Good answer. <laughs> But it's not not on there. I just wanted to make you feel good for that. Um, uh, MJ, I'm going to go to you. Is it embarrassing to what? Well, like if you know it is, do you still do people still search for it? I don't know. Is it embarrassing to fart in public? Oh, dang it! That's a good one. Hey, I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you. Is it embarrassing to fart in front of your boyfriend? Okay. Huh. Close enough. All right, Maz, what do you got? Is it embarrassing? Well, I have that one, but only in an elevator. So I'll have to say, uh, public speak while naked. Uh, just, uh, it's a recurring. Thing. You got you got a problem with that, don't you? It's recurring. That's okay. Yeah. You got a twelve step program for that. I Greg, uh, is it embarrassing to pee your pants again? Oh, again, again. Well, I was gonna give you pee your pants, but then you said again. <laughs> And I'm not, no, that neither one was on there. All right, Serena, give us some hope. Nobody's got, oh, no, MJ got one. So, Serena, what do you got? Oh, man. Um, Burp. Um, Wow, that's not on there. So, uh, so we have a, we have a tie, but I'm here. I'm going to give Jenny and Jess one more time. So, Jess, one more shot through here. Is it embarrassing to, I'm sure you had to have thought of something now, right? Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, To cry in front of people? I don't know. <laughs> no, good good effort. Jenny? I'm trying to think of what this new generation, like, I don't know how their brains work, but... Don't ask me. I won't have COVID. 
have cool. <laughs> oh my god. What's what's the what's the copyright, copyright date on these? Date. No. <laughs> not on there. All right. So so here's here are the answers. Uh, is it embarrassing to use Tinder? Oh my Maz, god. Maz, that right? It's a cryptocurrency, um, isn't it? Is <laughs> <laughs> on the dark web somewhere. Uh, is it embarrassing to go to the movies alone? Anybody do that before? No. Oh, nope, I didn't. That wasn't me. Uh, oh. Listen to this one. Is it embarrassing to work at McDonald's? People are searching People search that, I guess. I don't know. Is it embarrassing to buy lube? Um, I'm sure that's like car. Car oil, right? Car oil. Uh, is it embarrassing to go to community college? Is it embarrassing to buy condoms? Yes. Uh, shop at Goodwill. <laughs> shop at Goodwill. Um, is it embarrassing to get a Brazilian wax, Greg? <laughs> yes. He says yes. Um, and then wow. the last one you guys didn't get, run in public. Is it like, who, who's embarrassed to run in public? I don't know. End the marathon because we know it. Anyway, good job. So Jen and Jeff, you guys tie. We got it. We got a tie from you guys. So that's good. We got no, no one gets official bragging rights, um, uh, but we got a tie. So let's do this. So uh, Jess, tell our listeners uh, where they can find you and find your content and all that cool stuff and your NFT yeah. things. <laughs> things. Uh, so Twitter is probably the best place to find all of my work. It's uh, at Doppler Jess. Or you can go to my website, jessicamphotographer.com. Cool. How about you, Jenny? Where can people find you and, and your uh, content? Uh, it's at Lost in SK across all social media. So Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and uh, ShoeWX on YouTube. <laughs> that's what cool. YouTube. So you're TikToking. That's, that's cool. Yes. All right. You know. That's, that's good. Children. That's good. So, hey, uh, understand at helicity.co slash SFF, uh, they've got a huge selection of weather and hurricane-themed T-shirts, merchandise, and including all the Stormfront Freaks shirts, beverage containers, and stickers. Uh, all you got to do is go to the exclusive site. It's helicity.co slash SFF. And uh, when you go to that site, you're going to earn 5% off your entire order. And while you're there, don't forget to click on the Brands tab. And that's where you can find all your Stormfront Freaks favorites at helicity.co slash SFF. So we're going to take our final break, uh, but we are not done. You'll be amazed at uh, what people will do in our hashtag WeatherFools. And, of course, no one wants to miss who Weather Trollbot 5000 is going to go after this time. So go ahead and stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is Jeff. This is Jeremy. This is Gabe. We're the Tornado Trackers. You're listening live to Stormfront Freaks Podcast. Let's take a drive under the Let's take a drive under the somber sky Let's take a drive under the moon tonight. 
Hey, everybody, you hear the who? That means it's time for hashtag weather fools. So these are videos we have found of people doing not very bright things on the internet, probably extremely stupid things on the internet. And so we want to share them with you so you can learn from them as well. So we're going to go ahead and start with MJ, who I hear has two weather fools to share tonight. All right. I do have a couple. This was shared by Tim, um, one of our uh, viewers, listeners. And uh, if I got started here, I'll start it. And this is, it's when the camera decides to go rogue. So here's a weatherman trying to do the weekly forecast. And you can watch the camera just creep away, creep away. He keeps moving back in. He keeps moving back in. And he says, okay, I'll just do it from this, uh, from this screen here. And he starts to talk about it. And it just keeps going until it's forecast. <laughs> That's kind of funny. <laughs> That's amazing. Yep. And then this one, whoops, I got to start it over from the beginning here. Um, okay, so this is one of those turnaround, don't drowns. And there's a pickup truck and it sits there. And if you look, you can see just an absolute raging flood. Oh, yeah. Down. And it sits there going, well, should I go? Should I go? There's probably well, of course some, he's going to go. There's probably somebody else in there saying, go, go, go. He you know more than it? just gets the front end in and away he goes. Oh, unreal. And it's just like in this absolutely raging flood. And all so. of a sudden his pickup truck is a pickup boat. It, it yeah. is. Nice. Yep. And, and there it goes. And there it goes. Wow. Wow. He so. deserves that. Please don't drive into floodwaters, yeah. people. We say yeah. this every show. Correct. Don't do that. Oh my, oh, my gosh. All right, Phil, what do you have to share with us for a weather full tonight? All right, so so I've got uh, good old Hurricane Ida. Obviously, uh, did did her damage to our uh, good old southeast part of our country, and and unfortunately, there were also some issues around New Orleans. And you guys certainly know one of the biggest hurricanes, uh, Katrina, that ravaged New Orleans. Um, what happened was they were in the process of going through a nine one one system overhaul, and but it's not done yet wasn't completed yet. And when Ida came through, uh, basically their entire 911 call center crashed. um, And people weren't able to, for 13 hours, weren't able to uh, make any 911 emergency calls. And so the district, the parish district basically said, uh, here are your options. Go to Facebook and let us know you have an emergency. (laughs) Um, Or... If you can walk to your nearest fire station or flag down a police officer, <laughs> that that was their answer for 13 hours on how to report uh, an emergency when wow. their entire 911 system went down. Wow. Does anybody else have the same problem? You get on Facebook, you're about to do something, and like three hours later, you forgot why you first got on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My yeah. house is burning down. Yeah. But yeah. oh, look at that photo of my niece. Oh, she's so Cats. cute. Kittens, look at that. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, Greg, let's uh, hear about the weather fools you brought tonight. Oh, I got a couple. And you know what? They're along the same lines as MJ. Uh, turn around, don't drown. So this first one uh, comes from the great uh, James Spann Instagram account. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just going to put put play on this. And so there's this um, semi trailer and it's it's going through uh, underpass and it's that's completely flooded. But that's not the weather fool. The, the, there's a guy following behind him in a car doing the same thing or in a, a pickup truck, I guess, doing the same thing. Trying to that, wake surf. Trying to yeah. wake surf. Exactly. Like that behind a behind Stupid. a semi trailer. Uh, my second one also come, comes from James's uh, account. 
And this one, there's a car decides to turn around to get out of traffic, and Whoa. boom! Whoa! And that's oh. why you now wait for it. Watch what happens here. He's he's he just we just saw him go he's down into this dip out. ditch, yeah, right. Dip. But just keep watching, keep watching. He's sunk, right? Like there's no way he's getting out of that. Oh, he doesn't. Nope. He gets back wow. up onto the road. Oh, and does it duck. again. Boy, is that lucky. <laughs> <laughs> does it again. Does it again. <laughs> and then tries again. Look, he's trying again. <laughs> exact, exact same thing happened to him. That's like a ride. Oh, my gosh. Well, maybe uh, he learned a lesson in that one. God, I mean, we can only hope so. So if you want to see these amazing weather fools, please go to your podcast player, wherever you listen to your podcasts, and check the episode 141 show notes for all the details. All right. That's the sound of Weather Trollbot 5000. And we've got, uh, this is where we actually, Phil goes out and he scours uh, the dark web trying to find uh, people who are trolling our friends in the weather community and, and saying bad stuff about them. And they respond. And then, Phil, you put that information into Weather Trollbot and she spits out what Maz likes to call fun stuff, what they're really trying to say. I don't yeah, call so it fun so, stuff. So, so Greg, the, you know, you, you kind of pointed out this This is fun. It's always fun, especially when we have guests that might not be familiar with uh, Weather Trollbot 5000, like uh, maybe Jess and Jenny. But So we found her at a garage sale. It's basically, I mean, her, her intellect at the time was probably a step above a speaking spell. Um, but, and, and that probably dated me a little bit just saying that, I suppose, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The so, goes. uh, we basically reprogrammed her, right? And, and our, unfortunately all of our weather friends are constantly getting trolled by just stupid people, uh, on social media and all that stuff. So this one, uh, came to us from a listener and Patreon member, uh, Josh Burnham, uh, who's actually on tonight, but Josh, this was from you. So thank you for sending this. Anna Hamlin. So she's a meteorologist up in Rapid City, South Dakota with KNBN TV. And uh, I don't, it, it doesn't specify exactly where this troll came from, uh, but it's some kind of uh, social media site. And uh, their name was Jamie because that's how she responded to him. That's how I know. But uh, Jamie said, Thank you for uh, taking the blonde off. And, and this, Jamie, unfortunately, he's got no, uh, his, his communication's not good, but says, thank you for taking the blonde off and the weather girl. So thank you for taking the blonde off and the weather girl. My family is now proud to go back watching you again. So uh, he apparently was referring to Anna taking the blonde off, I guess, and calling her a weather girl. So here was Anna's reply, and, and you guys all know, all of our weather friends are always professional, and their replies are very professional, right? They're, they're not going to fall into what these trolls are saying. But Anna said, I hate to disappoint you, Jamie, but I wasn't taken off the news. I just had a day off because I'm sick. I can't wait to show you my bright smile tomorrow morning. Also, I'm sure your family isn't proud of you for being mean. XOXO weather girl. All right. So still, right. I mean, she didn't dip 
too low to, to respond to that. But come on, we all know what Anna was thinking when she probably read that, right? She wasn't thinking that, and that's what's great about Weather Trollbot 5000 is she will interpret the real thoughts of Anna when she read that troll. So what we do is we just uh, we go ahead and plug that information into uh, Weather Trollbot. And then she's going to compute uh, what Anna was actually thinking, and uh, she'll spit that out for us. Oh, here we go. Here is what Anna was really thinking. What a dildo. This mother thinks. I was taken off the show. Newsflash. I'm not off the show. So let your ashamed family go back to your other channel. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't Which messing is what it. XO, I mean, XO really means, right? <laughs> I guess. I guess. <laughs> So, uh, so that that's a little. Uh, that was the only uh, trollbot I had to put uh, put in and interpret tonight. So, thank <laughs> Maz is going. Thank God. I know. I'm like, uh, thank God for that. That that was the only one. But what was that, Jenny? I need what was to invest in this technology. Yeah, I, it's not real high quality tech. I mean, this is like Polaroid camera stuff. Um, but anyway, so uh, let's. Uh, Send me a postcard. Drop me a line. You've got mail, baby. Yeah. yeah, let's turn it over to MJ for our freak fan box. All right, you got mail, and we did get uh, we, at least we got one mail uh, this this week, and it came. Some, to someone us. listens to someone us. Someone listens to us. That's a, that's great, <laughs> and, and it's a past guest uh, from episode one twenty one, Meredith Garofalo, uh, recognizing that today when we are recording this, it is International Podcast Day. So Meredith uh, pointed out some of the favorites that she's either been a part of or, or listens to, and we made the list, Stormfront Freaks. So thank nice. you, Meredith, for tweeting yeah. that out. We always love That's that, awesome. and we always love to hear from you. So please uh, check in with us on Twitter or Facebook, look for the Stormfront Freaks, or send us an old-fashioned email at questions at stormfrontfreaks.com. Old-fashioned for those 50-year-olds. Correct. So, uh, so hey, I think that just about does it for this episode of Stormfront Freaks Podcast. Thanks for listening and watching. Uh, before I get to our next guest, uh, if you like the show, don't forget to subscribe to or follow the Stormfront Freaks Network, and you'll get notified and receive the latest episodes of our show and El Nino's uh, delivered right to your podcast player the moment they get released. Um, also, as mentioned, uh, visit patreon.com slash stormfrontfreaks. And that way you can check out all the ways we can do more with you and uh, how you can also help support the show, whether it's the live access uh, to view and chat with us during our raw video recordings. Uh, we've got exclusive merch that we give out. Uh, you can even join us and our guests in the green room um, like uh, Angela and Dan tonight. Just uh, visit patreon.com slash stormfrontfreaks to join the team and uh, thank you for supporting the show special thanks definitely to our guests tonight uh, jessica moore and jenny hagan thank you ladies Good job. Uh, amazing stuff to share i still know nothing about nfts but it wasn't because of your uh, explanation jess so deals with um, fungus deals with fungus <laughs> that's all i know <laughs> Um, and, and I want to go around too and, and, uh, find out freaks, how people can follow you and kind of find your content. Serena, uh, where can people find you and your book? Yeah. The, um, everything for social media is, uh, weather Serena W X 
C-Y-R-E-N-A, everything on social media. And my book, The Weather Story for Kids, um, can be found online anywhere books are sold. Or you can reach out to me personally for signed copies. Oh, that's awesome. Maz, how about you? Where, where can people um, mail letters to you at? Well, you can find my book in a library. I don't have a book anyway. Uh, nice one. Hey, uh, yeah, I guess uh, I'm uh, at MoneyStorm for you with a U. It's like Prince. You're like Prince. I never check it, but you could send me a message there. Just saying. Very good. Greg, uh, we talked a little bit about your your uh, website and camera stuff, but where can people find you and your camera classes? Well, you know what? Social media, um, Tornado Greg, and CameraEasy.ca is the website if you want to learn about uh, using that fancy digital camera. Cool. MJ, what about you? <laughs> Send a carrier pigeon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think... I think I'm at Mark M A R C Stormpod on Twitter for uh, for my podcast world. So I like that. I think. <laughs> me too. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Phil Stormpod and at Stormfront Freak. Hey, our next episode. We're back in two weeks. We're recording raw for our Patreon members on Thursday, October fourteenth. Uh, with an amazing couple in the Storm Chaser community, uh, Aaron J. Jack and Michelle Iwasuk. Uh, I probably butchered her last name, but uh, they're going to be joining us together, so that ought to be fun. Uh, maybe we can get them, you know, in a little tiff about something, you know, who didn't put the dishes away or something crazy like that. Who knows? Uh, that's a real, that's a big tease right there. People are going to tune in just for that, yep. I'm sure. Uh, but uh, the audio podcast for that will also be up and available uh, the following Sunday, as always. So for uh, MJ and Maz and Greg and Serena and Jess and Jenny and Dan and Angela and everybody that's on here, uh, I'm going to go ahead and signal the all clear, and we'll catch you guys next time. So good night, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. Find our bi-weekly show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast app. And watch our live and recorded shows on YouTube. For show notes, additional information about this episode, as well as past and upcoming shows, videos, photos, merchandise, and more, visit our website at stormfrontfreaks.com. While you are there, check out our live interactive storm chaser radar provided by our friends at zoomradar.com. If you would like to contact us with questions or make comments about the show, shoot us an email to questions at stormfrontfreaks.com or follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Search Stormfront Freaks. We'd love to hear from you. Join us next time and tell a friend about the Stormfront Freaks podcast.